listening to the official podcast of Church at the Well in Burlington, Vermont. For more information about Church at the Well, including gathering time and location, events, and how you can financially support the podcast, please visit us online at wellchurchvt.com. This is our second week of offering a Wednesday meditation where we take time to connect with God through his word and through a short but hopefully meaningful practice. Our country right now is in the middle of a national conversation that's unfolding around race and racism, a conversation that has been in the making for a long time and that desperately, desperately needs to take place. And one of the things that I've noticed in this conversation in people, people interviewed in the media, people I talk to, and also in myself, is, is a tension between hope and discouragement. Or you might say a tension between hope and doubt, or hope and despair. I see people who are looking at what's happening, who are participating in what's happening, who are truly hope-filled. They see the possibility of a more just and compassionate and equitable society emerging from what feels like an historical moment. And yet others aren't so hopeful. Perhaps they want to have hope, but they've been disappointed one too many times. They've seen movements around good causes start strong and fizzle with very little gains to show. They've seen too many tragedies not redressed, even when injustice has been brought to light. So I want to ask, where do you fall on this spectrum? Today I want for us to spend a few moments in a passage of scripture that I think speaks to this tension beautifully, and which I believe can help us to navigate this tension. It's an ancient passage from the prophet Isaiah, and it's a passage quoted by Jesus at the very beginning of his ministry when Jesus stands in the synagogue. He opens the scroll to Isaiah 61. He reads it aloud, then without commentary sits down, essentially letting people know that this passage is a prophecy that he has come to fulfill. As we read this passage together this morning, I want to encourage you to listen carefully and to pay attention to what in this passage seems to catch your heart or your imagination? What in this passage seems to speak to what you're feeling in this moment today, in the context of the broader cultural moment? Or what in this passage speaks to what you need today? So as we enter this practice, I want to invite you to stop what you're doing. To settle yourself into a comfortable position so that you can be fully attentive to God's presence and to what God might wish to say. Perhaps you'd like to close your eyes and simply listen to the passage or feel free to read along. Would you take a deep breath with me and hear the words of Jesus? The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up 
the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and to provide for those who grieve in Zion. What did you hear in this passage? What did you need to hear in this passage? Are you poor? Poor perhaps in pocketbook, or maybe poor in spirit, poor in hope, in need of good news? Are you brokenhearted, with wounds no doctor or counselor or even a loved one can heal? only God himself? Are you a captive to darkness and confusion or despair in need of rescue, waiting to be set free? Are you in grief because sorrow has taken over and you feel like you're drowning? Is praise impossible for you right now? Now let me ask you, what promise in this passage might God be wanting to whisper to your heart? Is it the promise of comfort? Is it his promise to heal deep heart wounds? Is it his promise for provision for your poverty? Is it a promise for release from darkness, or confusion, or captivity? Whatever the promise is that you need to hear in this passage today, I invite you to cling to it. It's the very promise of God. And to rest in it. To rest in the promise. I would like for us to read this passage a second time. This time, we are going to read it from a little bit of a different angle. I'm going to invite you to read this with me, not just as words that are true of Jesus, but also, if you are a follower of Jesus, words that are true of you. You see, he has anointed you, too, to proclaim good news to the poor. He has anointed you, too, to bind up the brokenhearted. He has anointed you to set prisoners free. You may not feel like you are empowered to do these things, but the truth is, if you are a follower of Christ, His Spirit lives in you, and He has chosen you. He has chosen you to be His hands and His feet in this world. You know, have you noticed the way God tends to work in the world? How does he bring deliverance from darkness for those who are in darkness? He tends to do that by sending those he has already delivered from darkness. How does he provide for those who grieve? By comforting them through those that have experienced his comfort. How does he set prisoners free? 
by commissioning prisoners he has already set free. So as we read this a second time, I invite you again to settle into a place, a posture that is comfortable and to take a deep breath. And this time, I invite you to read this passage aloud with me if you feel comfortable, and perhaps even place your hand on your chest as a sign that you are receiving these words as true of yourself. If hope has been elusive for you in these days, I invite you to speak these words as words spoken against despair, against discouragement, and in defense of hope. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion. As we close our time together, let me pray for you. Jesus, where your spirit is, there is a breaking down of walls. There is a healing of hearts. There is a pouring out of mercy and justice. I pray for each one joining me today that you would renew their hope. That you would anoint their hands and their heart, their feet and their lips, that they might be proclaimers of good news in however you call them to proclaim good news. May you use us to bind up the brokenness of this wounded, wounded world. And may we rest in an abiding hope and strength, the abiding hope and strength that comes from you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Church at the Well is a community reintroducing Jesus in Vermont through worship, service, creativity, and community.